Hello. What is that you? Oh, woohoo! Is that you, McKay? How's it going, chick? What's oh, a crack, sexy? What are you doing? You having a wee gargle? Oh, we gargle here. How does this all work then? What happens now? We do this, we recording, and then what happens? Is this the first time for you as well? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a recording virgin as well. I've never done it with anybody else before. <laughs> here. Mm-hmm. Um, are you on the lash, no? No, no, sure. I, I can't drink anymore, you see. So I'm living vicariously through you. Right, okay. That's that's not the, the greatest Le- thing to Leanne, be asked. Leanne. I've well, never been to America, but I've been in some states, remember? You um, here, here, what's your poison the night? What's your poison? What are you on? I am being very bougie, as the mm. as the American uh, as basic American women say. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. What does the what does the bougie even mean? Actually. Yeah, bougie. No. I think it means like you have a Louis Vuitton bag and a wee dog to go inside it and shit. Like that's what I mm. imagine. I, I'll be honest, I don't have a Louis Vuitton bag. But mm-hmm. and I don't even I don't think Alfie's penis can even fit inside it. <laughs> do you not do you not um do you not have one of them rip off Louis Vuitton bags that everybody had from years ago? A like fiber, fucking, fucking fiber Larry. Davis catalogue. <laughs> Larry Vuitton. Larry um, Vuitton. <laughs> get it in you? Yeah, no, I am drinking Belvedere vodka tonight. Oh, well, fuck me sideways and bury me pregnant. Belvedere. Yeah, Belvedere. I, I usually drink Grey Goose, but uh, here's the uh, Ooh. audio there. I know. Um, I'm on um, Belvedere and soda. And to be honest, I'd say if I have another two or three, I'll be fucking wankered. Brilliant. I love it. You see, I think because I don't drink anymore, I enjoy getting people drunk because it's kind of like getting drunk through osmosis. See, I don't need to be drunk to ruin my life or do it anyway. Do you know what I was thinking about, Ian? What? What was your first time? Do you, do you remember your first time having a drink? My first time having a drink? Um, I think it may have involved... Oh, no, well, I do. I remember my first time having a drink. It was a bottle of Budweiser. And I tried to swig, <laughs> swig it casually, but... With, As if I've done uh, this before. I drink butt all the time. <laughs> But with a plum. And what happened was basically I didn't have my mouth open wide enough. So it all fizzed up and it shot me in the face like an eager penis. Oh yeah. You got facialed. <laughs> I got facial. But I think I don't even think it was Budweiser. I think it was Bud Light. Or Bud oh, Ice. I like beer. That's twice as insulting, isn't it? Like yeah, your first true. ever probably only money shot was from a bottle of Budweiser. From now, a bottle what? Of Budweiser. Yeah, Go on. No, it's all right. Did you get caught by your rents when you were drinking? Uh, I think my rents were actually, you see, my rents had the good sense to <laughs> hate each other and to, <laughs> to convey their hatred of each other in a public arena where they passively aggressively um, both sat at like various ends of different bars and didn't talk to each other. So I oh, used I to think. Yeah, I used to float between them and be like, oh, this is absolutely totally cool. I'm fine with this. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm 14, everything's fine. And uh, yeah, so I don't think the, yeah, I think it may have, they may have actually been, you know, all right with it. to the morning shot. See, you know, that's the equivalent of, you know, the wee McDonald's advertisement that used to be on where the kid goes back to his mum for the week after the weekend with his dad and says, oh, daddy, Daddy um brought me to the zoo and she goes, Well, why don't I take you to McDonald's? And then he does the same thing on the day. Mummy brought me to the zoo and he gets two McDonald's. 
So essentially now um, he's probably just obese, but your parents encourage <laughs> alcoholism. Yeah. He, he loves tears, but he's fat. <laughs> my, fir- my first ever drink was a bottle of cider. It was so classy. At least you had the Budweiser. They had a whole advertising campaign and everything. Mine yeah, was... Cider? Was, it, was it Max or Diamond White? Oh, fuck. No, I moved. I graduated the Diamond White after a while because my surname's Diamond and I thought they made it for me. Well, fuck up. was Rocket Fuel. Yeah, yeah. I drank. I drank. Now, bear with me. It was called Old English. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've all been there. Old English, up an alley with my best mate, thinking it was a gag. And... um yeah. 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 Oh God, it was terrible. Do you know what though? I think I knew it was an alcohol from the start because the second I had my first sip, I was like, we need to get more of this. What if this runs out? <laughs> and here, um, so do, did you actually say to yourself, do you know what? I can't, I, I'm not good with this oil alcohol stuff. I need to take a wee step back here. Oh, I definitely. Well, see, the thing is, see, whenever you go out for a quiet one and come home with a ruined life, <laughs> you know, that it's kind of... um doesn't work well for you anymore I just you know what it was as well anytime I would have a drink I would wake up the next day and I swear to god I would feel as though a monkey on my back I used to just have so much anxiety as if it killed a small African village of children the night before and all it had was a couple of gargles so couldn't do it anymore don't miss it though you just pull (sighs) the pin no, well, my mates told me that they're kind of glad I stopped drinking because they were trying to catch up with me. I was already mad before I started drinking, you know. Yeah. So well, I just take her enough. Um, what age are you? Just wondering. I'm 33. I'm in my Jesus year. Oh, you're 33, only a wee baby. I'm older than you are. Are you? Why? What age are you? I, I'd be 38 in November. I think we're going to be like 33 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you're still a wee youngin. I wouldn't have thought you were 38 though, Leanne. No wrinkles on a balloon. Fuck, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I'll say that myself when you want to see the wrinkles and the ballooning I'm doing. I Here, swear to God. How's lockdown going for you? Ah, oh, Jesus. I've just been eating shit and watching Grey's Anatomy. Sorry, re-watching Grey's Anatomy. So I'm basically a surgeon. Like, Fair enough. I'm basically... I'm basically classified to be a surgeon because I've seen all these surgical procedures in Grey's Anatomy. I mean, do you know what cardiomyopathy is? Because I kind of do. I don't, but I feel like I might have it sometimes, but that's yeah. probably because of the amount of Oh, for fuck's sake. But it makes you anxious as well because it also makes me think that every time I get like a wee tingle in my finger that I'm having a stroke. Makes makes hypochondriacs like life miserable because yeah, I, I don't have a headache. It's an aneurysm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I I never got got like madly into. Uh, I actually I've never watched a single episode of, Grey, of Grey's Anatomy. I would have been a great whore for the ER back in the day. Oh, oh George Clooney. <laughs> like even I would tackle George. Aye, George would get it. Well, he'd get the dent, absolutely. Um, no, uh, he does them Nespresso advertisements now, doesn't he? Like, as if you would need a fucking coffee to stay awake all night with George Clooney. I know. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think he's, he's aging as well as women's magazines think that he is. Yeah, he's kind of aging like a banana, isn't he? He is a wee bit, yeah. He, he, he's, he's going off right and quick, like... <laughs> There's only a few, a wee bit more ripeness left in them, and then it's just going to be a soggy mess. But you'd still uh, kill him. 
Oh, yeah. I get the peelers for him. (laughs) You're under arrest for being sexy. Here, do you think we've took this analogy too far? No, not one fucking bit. Um, Not at all. No. I'm I'm not, like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be dying about men in general. Not dying enough about them to want to have one inside me. Yeah, um, get you, babe. You're, you're right. I can 100% see the attraction. Like, So uh, who's your top three filthy bastards that you'd like to take the baby? Oh, oh yeah, that one. Oh, but, um, well, if to put it like a gentlewoman, I'd sit on Tom Hardy's face all day long. Yeah. And um, I don't know why, actually, because it's not he's not conventionally good looking. I think it's because he played Heathcliff in the BBC version of Wuthering Heights. And I fucking love that book. So that's a geek in me. Oh, that's, so, yeah. yeah, Tom Hardy, I think I'd have to say my sister-in-law loves Idris Elba. She called him Idris, wouldn't give him the Elba. Um, <laughs> nice. ugh, you know what, though? I don't think it used to be Heath Ledger, but he died. He was the ultimate crush. But now you never a picture him. He's all decomposed and like six feet under. So I can't fancy him anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I went dark there. (laughs) You know, here's the thing. What would you hear this? Have you seen the new Capone movie about Al Capone? No. Well, I had absolutely zero fucking interest in watching it until Curtis said to me, sure you don't want to watch it? And I went, no. And he went, Tom Hardy asked Capone, and I said, well, why didn't you just fucking open with that? Yes, stick it on, right? Right. I think it's cured my love of Tom Hardy, because I got to see, oh my God, I got to see him literally shit the bed, like, as Al Capone. Right. Know the way you go, wouldn't kick him out of bed for farting? Well, this guy full on farted and followed through in the movie. You draw the line at people defecating in bed. I fucking draw the line. Looked like he gave birth to something. And I got both my feet up behind his back and pushed him the fuck out of the bed. And it's kind of tainted him a wee bit, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I I wonder, did Curtis know that? And that's why he made me watch it. Because, I mean, once you've seen someone essentially shit the bed, you can't really fancy them anymore, can you? No, no coming back. Not that he, he definitely did that for pure badness, like. He totally did. Tom Hardy plays Capone as a bumbling, fucking forgetful bed shitter. <laughs> and you're just like, nah, I couldn't look after you in me later years. Like, mate. yeah, that's that, that's that, yeah, re- reality Stop. really, really bites there. Yeah. yeah, some things are just a big ask. Just tell him to put some of that money he earns aside for his fucking nursing home because I wouldn't be looking after him. Like, <laughs> I know everybody poops, but I mean, you know, like. Not, not people that you want to raid. Yeah, you don't. Whenever you really like idolize somebody, there, there's, there's just a sewn up little part where there are souls meant to be, isn't there? <laughs> they don't actually. Here, Curtis, Curtis found that out the bad way. I was holding in all my farts around him for so long, like you know, whenever you first go out with somebody and you're afraid to fart in front of them. Oh, absolutely. And oh god, you know what I mean. You can't let them know that you're actually human. So. Yeah. I was holding these farts in all day long and he said one night whenever I fell asleep I just farted for Ireland. He was like <laughs> real big long farts and he actually had to lie there and look at me and he said I did have to ask myself like am, am I okay with this? <laughs> but it was like did I shit the bed? No. Well then we're grand. 
<laughs> when is the optimum time in a, in a new relationship to let one go? Like, oh, no, let me see. Can you put a time frame on it, or is it something? Is it like fucking? Is it like you know the the release of lockdown? Do you have to go with the science? <laughs> I don't imagine the many couples that have like been trying to avoid each other's houses and shitting that are now locked down together and they're sharing a bathroom. Yeah. It's, I bet you that, you know, that poo thing that you squirt down the toilet and it covers up the smell of your shake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's, that's a fucking legend. Yeah, I poo. I bet you it's fucking doing numbers. I bet you it's selling faster than hand sanitizer. <laughs> it, probably, it probably is. Jesus Christ. Relationship yes. sanitizer. You know, there is a wee bit of magic that goes out of your relationship whenever she walks out of the bathroom and gives you the eye and goes like, I'll leave that for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I feel like we've went down a very shitty avenue here. Um, So who's your your third ride? Because I'm sitting here thinking of, of gentlemanly rides. And you um, tell me, you tell me one of yours who, if you had to go that way, who would the man that could sway you be? Man that could sway me, you see, yeah, well, you see, that's that's different, right? The man that could sway me would have to be like some kind of sensitive, funny, you know, not too masculine, but still ruggedly handsome, you know. So that's I know that's oh, a big yeah. but um, I do like your man, he was in glee, uh, fuck, what do you call him? He was I also, thinking he was in the assassination of Gianni Versace. Did he look, yes, yes, I know, we were talking. Now, I see, that makes sense because he's kind of effeminate looking, isn't he? He's a he's a quirk, bit of kit. He's a quirk, bit of kit. Especially mm-hmm. if he had two tits, it'd be grand. <laughs> no, you know what? I would even forgo the ditties, um, because he's he's just what's his name? Chris, Chris, darn Chris. That's it. Oh, darn Chris. Look at you thinking on the spot. See, I must say, I love, I love it, I love a daddy myself. Like, you know, who would be your top three women? Do you know what? That's like, even harder because um, that's what the know. man said. <laughs> um, Sorry, you have your obvious ones, right? Because people would be like, "Oh my god," right? Because straight women are always like, "Oh my god," I like, I am straight, and I would never go out with a woman. But if Angelina Jolie, blah blah blah, and you're like, "Fuck away off, will you?" Um, uh, we always have the Angelina Jolie slash Beyonce fantasy, right? I yeah. can't be can't be doing that at all. Kate Winslet is is a is, mm-hmm. a, is a she's a handsome woman. Yeah, she is too. Yeah, do you know uh, I like a bit of pink. I like a bit of pink. Gay people tend to like pink though as well, don't they? All the like that. Um, she's um, a, a tremendous pair of thighs on her. I yeah yeah I went to one of her shows before and I swear to God it was like going to the circus she could do things do a piece of curtain that fucking any draper in the world wouldn't be able to do I mean she was wrapped up in it she was <laughs> floating up in the sky seriously Harry Curry wouldn't have a look in I, <laughs> she'd be doing in Harry Curry's button on a show that's <laughs> that doing it how shape her career have to be to do a fucking outside broadcast opening a new Harry Curry <laughs> yeah. Or she could do like a weight loss plan, you know. You can swing if you can lose so much weight, you can swing from these curtains and the fucking pole will stay attached. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you know who had a bit of a <laughs> moment uh, with Le- do you, Have you met Leonie McDonough? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, totally. She's a bit sexy, isn't she? She's a babe. She totally is. I completely get what you're talking about. Yeah, because she yeah. like she did a gig. I think it was like one of the last gigs before all this shit hit the fan. 
and she yeah. just walked in and I was like are you lost love because yeah it was like she was like she, she was you know heading to some kind of boho fucking art gallery and she got lost and ended up in shitty near eight and she's like hi, she hi, knows hi. how to dress she dresses for the occasion doesn't she leone and you know what she actually did a costume change she landed in and she was like can i use your toilet and i was like can I, you t- you tiddle away and she landed out like she was heading to studio 54 yeah she and you know what the bastard she's absolutely stunning she did a wee thing um the toilet keepy uppy challenge where she was trying to like kick a bog roll while sitting on the toilet and I've never seen a more beautiful person sitting on the fucking toilet kicking a toilet roll like she even looked nice on the bog go on to your Instagram you'll see it I'll, um, I'll be balls deep in that later on yeah because I, I wrote a message underneath it I was like you even look good on the toilet you hurry and she yeah. was like you giveth and you taketh away because you know naturally like my compliments have to be followed by an insult <laughs> that's, that's the Irish way that's the Irish way. You have to negate any good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I love you, yeah. so I can't compliment you that much, you know. One of them ones. Here, Beckham. Beckham would get fingered too. Beckham, yeah. But Beckham's a wee, he's a wee bit squeaky, isn't he? He is squeaky, but we'll, we'll disregard that. He has a lovely hoop. And I'll tell you, now I've, 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 worked, out, <laughs> I've worked out my third one. My third one would have to be Conor McGregor. Oh, fuck. I'd get him into bed just to fucking... Smother him in his sleep. He's a lovely arse. He's a lovely arse. And he's, he's I, a don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's a body to look at. Looks like he was carved out of fucking soap. But I mean, he's a bit of a wanker, isn't he? You know, the way he gets on. I'm just, I don't know. Do you ever see someone and they're good looking and they know they're good looking and it just really puts you off them as well? Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's loads of them. That's just sure, sure, sure looking me. <laughs> no. Fuck um, off, you sexy, sexy bastard. Um, and it's just here, but have you ever seen? Go on Google, right? Conor McGregor before he got like to be Conor McGregor, he's just this. Oh, he's, he's a mess. Oh, fuck's sake, it looks like something you'd scrape off the bottom of your shoe, like his whole <laughs> face. He looks like he was set on fire and put out with a golf club, like seriously. <laughs> he looks like you want a fucking Joe Exotics early fucking husband. Hi. Oh, what was that? Oh, here, did you like the Tiger King then? It was great crap, well, wasn't it? I did. Carl Baskin's a fucking basket case. I fucking Carl Baskin. What is it to say? You're cruising for a bruising? No, you're asking for a Baskin. <laughs> like, regardless of whether or not she killed her husband, which she obviously did, like, um, yeah. you, you wouldn't even want to get in a conversation with that woman because you know what would end badly? I know. You'd end up being fucking passed through the intestinal tract of a fucking tiger. Like, yes. seriously, that, that, that woman. Ethereal fucking you know i'm not of this world therefore you know conventional rule of law doesn't apply to me i'm fucking mental yeah she's running about there wearing a flowery like fucking halo as if she's sitting at woodstock or something (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like okay so let me get this straight you take these tigers off people who breed tigers and then you put them into even smaller cages fuck you're a hero <laughs> you know? yeah no it's, it's just a fucking tupperware fucking tiger cages <laughs> tupperware ikea build your own tiger cage <laughs> oh fuck gag or, um, what do you think of her joe though like you know what do you think of him do you think he's a civil fella do you think he's a bollocks like, what do you think do you know something i reckon 
he's harmless. Well, he's less fucking harmful than the idiot that's running the United States at the minute. I mean, look at the shit he says and gets away with. Joe Exotic practically, like, I mean, yes, he did threaten to kill somebody, but uh, he didn't fucking mean it. He's so sure he was only having a bit of crack. He just yeah, hated your mum. A bit of witty, witty banter. You know? If I got arrested for every person that I said I'd love to fucking kill them, I'd be in consecutive life sentences by now. Like, you know what? Somebody come up to the fucking window, um, to the wee hatch thing that I've got going on, and yes, ask right. for, for inverted commas, right? Ask for a slice of tomato on their fucking on their bap, and I told him I would slit his throat. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, um, I should be, I should be in with fucking Brent and Darcy, <laughs> the lads, you know, near, near extremes, like, you wouldn't give a slice of tomato there, you wouldn't want me to fucking puncture your jugular vein, would you, and give you ketchup, yeah. you bastard. I'm going to kill you in front of your children, you fucking animal, you. Here, have you ever had, have you ever worked with the public in some kind of retail slash hospitality way? Have, have you, have yeah. you job? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I always did. Sure. Well, of course I have. I mean, I have a drama degree. Of course I'm a fucking waitress. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple way to go. Did you ever see whenever there's people you just want to fucking smash something over their head? Yeah. used to get people that came we had these little sauce pots that you kept all the sauces in believe it or not Aye. and if some, somebody was a real wanker I used to go toss pot and they'd go excuse me and you'd go I, I said do you want a wee sauce pot there you know <laughs> the wee petty big balls but the wee petty ways that I'm a shite ball really but it was just wee petty ways to try and get one over on people probably yeah. get fired from nearly yeah, every job I've had. Any, anywhere that would resonate with the, the listeners? Oh, Jesus, where haven't I worked? I work <laughs> the Hunting Lodge, which is, um, oh, it's a great wee pub in there. I actually left there of my own accord. I wasn't fired or anything. I just graduated. Okay. <laughs> and I worked in a place um, up the mountain called the Bally Mac, right? Right. Up, and it's up the mountain, you know, a bit from Belfast. And I tell you what, there's some sites to behold there because the Ballymac is full of people having affairs that drive up there thinking that they're getting out of the way and nobody will know them. When really you're just like, all right there, Ursula, how's your not husband sitting next to you? <laughs> um, we, we, have one of them, we have one of them in Newry as well. It's it's called the Mourn Country. And mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's a sort of a, a hotel, inverted commas, um, just on uh, the on the outskirts, you know, of Newry. Does it does, it, re- does it rent rooms by the by the hour? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked, but I would like if you want to go and have an affair, I would say nip on out to the morning country, have a wee steak sandwich, and you know, um, <laughs> have have a chat with whoever isn't your wife. You know. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, have that's a wee a ham sandwich. Take a bite yeah. out of the sausage of life. That's a sweeping generalization. I'm I'm aware of that, <laughs> and I, and I apologize to anybody who. Uh, is currently having an affair because the morning country's closed. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking, what what is happening? How how's lockdown going for you? Does it has it affected you as such or? Uh, well, I've gained over a stone. I've I've put the scales away, and um, I decided not to weigh myself anymore because who gives a fuck, eh? And um, I just read that there might be there's an asteroid is going to be swooping really close to Earth this Saturday, but apparently it's not going to hit us, so we're all right. 
it's kind of like one of those ones, you know, your sisters, your brothers, did you not touching you, not touching you, right, okay, but really yeah. fucking scary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lockdown for me has just been like a mixture between, I feel like I'm going bipolar because I've gone from being really happy one day to being really like fucking depressed the next and not knowing what my life's worth one day. Yeah. You know, you know, we just wonder whether or not you should have a nervous breakdown just for something interesting to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? You've been keeping yourself busy though, haven't you? Oh, I've, I've been a busy bee now, I have to say. Um, and you know what? It's funny for me because I'm really like, I'm fucking mental, right? So, which has been discussed Meet your ad, mate. ad nauseum on this podcast and, and on Instagram and stuff like that. So, I've like I remember, do you remember London's Burning? Yes, the like, show about all the crispy people that used to get burned up in the London Towers. Yeah, I didn't mean yeah. to sound really excited about that there, but you just yeah, reminded yeah, me of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy fucking, memories. <laughs> your your inner fucking Jacob Rees Mogg came out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let them burn. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. it, it would it would have been on right. I had unfettered access to. Uh, TV when I was a kid because only child and whatever. So mommy and daddy, bastard. I know mommy and daddy had bigger shit going on than monitoring my TV use, right? So I used to watch fucking London's Burning, Police Six, casually all this stuff, right? So do you I, remember Prisoner Cell Block Hitch? Do I remember it? I fucking yeah. loved it. Wasn't it brilliant? And the sales and all moved because the set was made that badly. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you there, but you said so you were just. Yeah. So I, I, but see, yeah, that was all well and good. So you'd watch Lawton's Burn and be like, all oh, right, so there's, there's somebody has set a bonfire, right, um, for Guy Fox night, and a homeless person has decided to like get into this wee bonfire, you know, for a wee bit of, um, like obviously not, not a lit bonfire, right, but one that had been set for the next day, and they've decided to have a wee kip in it, right, but then some uh-huh. naughty, some naughty boy has flicked a sunny gym onto it. Right, and then next thing you know, <laughs> fucking, oh my god! Right, so is this London's burning or is this the eleventh night? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Shankill's burning. Um, <laughs> I used to obviously Dairy's burning. <laughs> Only joking, you've never heard of it. <laughs> I would go to bed then as a fucking six-year-old and be like, Jesus fucking Christ, what if this house went on fire? Right, so I used Hold to- on, Leanne, you were six. I thought oh. you were like a teen. <laughs> Five, no, no, no! I was only a kid, right? Um, okay. um, and, and then I used to fucking panic. So, so I, I'm a massive panicker, right? And uh, and then worrier and all that shit. So I've already had my what if the world ends panic attack. Yeah. Right? So I'm seeing yeah. all these, these other people, and it's like God bless them, and I envy them to death. The fact that it's never actually occurred to them that life could change or life could yeah. possibly end in some kind of fucking cataclysmic fucking cinematic way. So I'm sort of like, ha ha ha, wankers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody else is having a psychic awakening and we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We've been worrying about this shit for 30 odd years. You're only noticing now. <laughs> exactly, you know, because... I actually because come on, I'll pull back the covers, jump into bed with the anxious people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, there's, I, I've sort of got a wee bit of swag about me where I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. I've already, you know, I've already had my shit attack about this. So, you know, if you need yeah. a hug, if you need a hug, come on ahead. But don't come within two meters of me, please. 
come on over and I'll, I'll give you a hug from a distance and tell you how irrational you're being because I've been that irrational before. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. I mean, I lie in bed at night and think about all the possible things that could go wrong the next day or all the possible things that I've done wrong in my life and I just don't know how you can fucking catch a wet and get sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, no. I'm a mad no. bastard. Would, would you ever, would you would you swap it though for, because I like, I because obviously with me working fucking with the public, blah 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 blah, and I work in an area where there's loads and loads of people around, right? And I see all fucking, you know, shapes and sounds and fucking lunatics and sensible people and all. And I think to myself, yeah. you know, I see see people there, right? That are doing everything wrong, right? Inverted commas, right? Doing everything <laughs> wrong in terms of you know having a life balance and having a you know you know do, doing shit, right? You know, yeah. they're, they're looting the wrong things. They're on the piss. They're they're smoking. They're fucking, you know, they're, you know, they're not working or whatever. And yeah. they're happy as fuck. I know. Do you know what? I have a name for those people. Do you know what I call them? Bubble people. Yeah. Me and my sister. Me and my sisters were like talking about this before I was going, do you ever see them people, right? And they don't really do anything in their life. And they just fucking drink and eat what they wanted and nothing seems to fizz them and our Michelle said to me yeah it's just like they're in their own wee bubble and nothing gets to them and I was like I would love to be a bubble person ignorance is bliss to say isn't it it really is there's a there's a big there's an Iceland right there's an Iceland about a stone's throw away from me okay so it's like the, the absolute fucking epicenter of uh fucking bad food and stuff like that right and I see people that that could probably do with eating a salad, right? Aye, but they're going, fuck a chicken curry with rice for 59p. That's oh, got to be good for me. <laughs> they have a trolley load of Chicago town. And the oh, yeah. fuck, not one single solitary fuck do those people give. And I'm like, and you know what? They're all getting their hole. I and no, do you ever wonder, do you ever look out there and go, like, look at all them bastards on Jeremy Kyle without a bar in their grate fighting over whose baby it is. And you're like, how did they even get there, right? I'm sitting here, I can't get a text back. And these yeah. fuckers are out there doing paternity tests. No, yeah. you actually watched, you reminded me too there, I watched this episode about like, you know, how Britain eats or whatever. And it was showing you this family and they had about six kids, right? And they had this rabbit, right? And meanwhile, they're opening tins of spaghetti hoops and feeding them to the kids. And then they were chopping all these carrots and lettuce and giving it to the fucking rabbit. And I was just thinking like, these fucking humans are feeding their pet better than they're feeding their own kids. (laughs) Where where is the logic in some people? That child would be 100%. Load that child up with spaghetti hoops. That's true. Themes with them wee shady pork sausages in them. A child will be 100% to be grand. Not one yeah. thing wrong with them. The wee pork sausages that just disintegrate in your mouth. <laughs> Scoot them through your teeth because of it. Yeah, they're and, and then you get the child that's fed organic food and everything and it's fucking celiac and allergic to oxygen and allergic to... Yeah, and allergic allergic to not being a cunt also. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they tend to be like that. I always wish, though, see the way you were saying about working in waitressing? I wanna, I wanna be a waitress again, just so like if somebody says to me, "I'm vegan, what can I get?" Just so you I can what? say, "To fuck out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get yeah. the fuck you know out." I'm gonna tell you a story because that's actually funny. 
um, there was a lady that if she, she came she came to the window today and I swear to fuck there's a big you know those water boilers that you get for wakes I a big urn big urn right I have one of them for tea and for Americanos and stuff like that right so and I saw her coming along and I immediately wanted to fuck the whole 10 litres of water all over <laughs> wanker, right? um, but, good uh, on you for not acting on that thought though because no, I have I some of those no, crazy impulses probably because I couldn't lift it right um <laughs> I, I entitled her fake vegan a while back because she landed in and um she had an affected Dublin 4 accent right oh fuck I hate that like, or T-E or 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 right black mark straight away right so yeah. she, she conveyed I was cooking right which is always bad because I'm fucking mental as we've discussed and I get very angry and stuff but anyway uh, Lorraine the girl that was taking her order come up and says listen table three vegan I was like right that's a hundred percent and because obviously you have the, all the allergen stuff already done I said right yes the bread's a hundred percent this is a hundred percent that's a hundred percent she's right 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 that's okay so I made her this sandwich right and it was mushroom okay so uh-huh. grilled, grilled mushroom avocado and tomato on a granary okay. on granary bread right so that, posh. that's oh. vomit that's fucking vomit right and she had her Americano, <laughs> Americano with soy milk in it. Aye, being pretentious as fuck. Right. All right, we're taking all these vegan boxes here. Happy days. You're taking all the dickhead boxes. Like she's already got an Apgar score of about twenty. If you know, let One continue. So she, uh, <laughs> so that was grand. Um, happy days. Next thing, Lorraine comes up. She says, "Here, your one's looking a slice of this chocolate fudge cake." I says, "Will you go down there and tell that woman this is not a vegan restaurant?" That it's not, it's not going to fit her, right? Chocolate fudge, there's butter in it, there's fucking everything, there's eggs. Uh-huh. And so Lorraine went down and told her, and she said, the words out of her mouth were, oh, well, I'm not 100% vegan. <laughs> you yeah. can 100% get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> right? So, but uh-huh. I, I, was, I wasn't rude to her, right? But I was, I was, I was, clipped. I was, I was quite clipped with her, right? And, uh, so that was okay. And she, she knew I was being. Uh, she knew I was being sort of clipped with her, but she's continued to come in, right? Oh every so often. She didn't she even landed... take a red face, no. No, not one bit. She landed uh, to the to the window today, and she asked what all I was doing. I said, "Listen, I says I'm I'm on my own. Um, we're just doing breakfasty stuff." So I says, "So it's all basically meat orientated." Yeah. So I said, "Her, listen, deli lights are actually open across the way, right? So deli lights is like a well, as the title suggests, is like a deli." And yeah, they they go out of their way to do, you know, veggie stuff, you know, proper veggie. Yeah. If you want to go over there, that's fine. She's like, no, no, I want something from you. And I was like, right, okay. Right. Do you know what you had? What? Two caramel squares. <laughs> An Americano with soy. I was like, fuck away across that car park now. <laughs> you were actually setting a fucker's business away because you don't want to deal with her. <laughs> That's no. why vegan food costs so much. It's not that it is actually more expensive. It's just that the hassle that they give you, you fucking have to have be charged oh. more. <laughs> so yeah, so- caramel squares. Yeah, I went. You know, I had handed them to her and went. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> 
Do you know how many fucking cows had to get their ditties pulled for that? Fucking, uh, yeah. You know, Do you know how many wee daisy, wee daisy calves went without milk because we stole their milk to make that caramel? You oh, fucking... Dude. Do you drink water, do you? That's a fucking fish's home, you vegan bastard. You're, You're supposed right. to be vegan. I never thought about that, but actually, that's, that's a good point. That's where fish I don't know. Have you, have you ever went through a food phase of you know have you ever tried to be a veggie or anything or do you just love well, meat? oh no <laughs> eh, euphemism there <laughs> um do you know something i actually went off meat for like a short period of time whenever i was a teenager but i don't think it was to do with it wasn't that occurred about the animals or anything not that i don't to do we animals saw so, whatever but um i remember i used to love eating spaghetti bolognese and i was sitting there one day and I love the mince bits out of it, you know, like the wee meatball parts of it. And I remember my sister brought her friend in, who was, for want of a better term, a mill bag. Right. Um, And she went, are you really eating that spaghetti bolognese? And I was like, yeah, I love it. It's my favourite meal. And she went, do you know that that mince in there is just like cow's brains? And whenever I looked down, it really did look like it could be scrambled up brain so it just put this horrible thing in my head where I just couldn't eat mince for a long time and then okay. and then I went through a phase where you know bacon I ate a piece of bacon before and it really tasted like pig you know like I could actually taste the pig off it taste like shit yeah it really tasted like shit like like I could practically fucking see the pig rolling around in the mud when I was eating it so I went off that, but now I'm a great lover. I love a I love a bloody steak, like oh, I'm too. a proper carnivore. See, if there's not blood passion out of it, I don't want it. Do you know? Yeah. yeah, no, no, don't, 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 don't touch that fucking well done shit. That's that's a culture. That's a culture thing. Is like you know, um, well, you probably know fucking being a waitress, like um, you know, a cult the culture the culture first date, um, yeah. or. See, right, you said mill bag there, right? What what is a mill bag? Just for the uneducated of okay. Of... Well, the term mill bag or milly originates from those who worked in the mills, so it was actually referral to lower class people, commoners. Okay. But now we would say because my granny would shout at me for saying milly, because she'd say there's nothing wrong with being a milly. I'm a milly. She worked right. in the mills, but now we just a mill bag's a chav. A milly right. is okay. a chav. No, a chavy the... girl. Yeah, is a mill bag similar to a smick? Yes, it's the female version of a smick. Right, because a smick in Nuri is known as a skeet. Oh, really? This is yeah. so educational. Skeet. Yeah, I had this conversation with Chris Souter. Do you know Chris? Um, Mister Mister Captain Positive. Um, he's a he's a he's he's got a menswear like a suit shop somewhere. Oh, right very good. After Belfast, um. <laughs> Um, he's like the most positive person ever. Like if you hit him in the face and called him a cunt, he'd be like, "Hey, good on you expressing yourself." <laughs> I love the word cunt. Wow, what a amazing word. You know, I need um, to meet this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a good guy. Um, and he he speaks of smicks often, and I think we had this conversation before. But yeah, in Nuri, a skeet would be a smick. So you have skeets and wobblies. Right, wobblies. What's a wobbly? Well, a skeet would listen to Tiesto in a car park, right? <laughs> and a, a wobbly would listen to fucking Neil Young and or Nirvana 
in someone's shed smoking a doob? I I would say I would fall into. The, I've been in both those groups simultaneously. Yeah. I'm a ski wobbly. Bit of Neil Young, bit of Bob Dylan, bit of Rolling yeah. Stones, smoking yeah. a joint, feeling cultured. Yeah. So what cultured. was the thing with the rare steak then? Do they eat their steak rare or do they take it well done? Uh, a skeet first date or a culture first date. Uh, the so obviously you have a fella and a girl because there's no such thing as gays in culture lands, right? Oh, you're the only gay in the village, babe. I'm the only gay in South Armagh. I fucking love it. Uh, you're the best. Uh, you're the best gay in, in South Armagh. You mean? Right, you know? Um. So, <laughs> yeah, so the female of the of the party would have a chicken burger. Uh, with none of that their lettuce or anything on it. <gasps> oh my god, it's exactly the same up here. And will he have will he have a ste- a ribeye steak, burnt to a crisp with no lettuce or Yeah, he'll have uh, a steak sandwich. Right? No garnish, no no nothing. And then he'll say cremated because it's yeah. fucking <laughs> I'll say uh, not, no, none of them are mushrooms or onions or nothing, just pepper okay. salt. Yeah, just peppered sauce, cremated, burnt day crisp. Yeah. You feel uh, like saying, why don't you just go up to the nearest abattoir and give a bull a kick in the bollocks? Because that's essentially what you're doing by just ruining that meat. <laughs> it's sacrilege. It's sacrilege. And the he'll, order, he'll order a pint of harp and she'll order a blue WKD, am I right? No, right? Because if they're out for Sunday spins, right? <laughs> Right. They have, have a date on a Sunday because obviously they fingered the night before, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick you up tomorrow. I will go for a spin, right? To go for something. Right. He'll have a pint of milk and she'll have a pint of dilute. Oh, fuck no. That's really culty. <laughs> uh, can, can you cremate that cow and then give us a pint of its milk while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, give me, a, give me a pint of milk and uh, I'll have a pint of, of dilute. Uh, it's it, <laughs> You know what? It's a horrible fact, but it's fucking true because I've seen it and I've, I've, I've yeah. furnished these people with their wants, you know? Yeah, what's worse was whenever we used to do a quiz night in the pub I worked in and um, you get these real hardcore quizzers, you know, coming in, but the fuckers wouldn't buy a drink for love nor money. And no, they, would sit, they would sit there and ask for a, a big pint of diluted and you know the way you wouldn't really charge for a glass of diluted back in the day. Yeah. No, well, I and won't. then at one stage, my our barman came in, like the manager, and was like, do you know what it is? Them fuckers are in here every single week, winning prizes, using the fuckers, using our lighting to win their prizes, charged them 60p for a pint of juice. And half of them never come back because they were getting charged 60p. Aye. <laughs> 60p is very fair. I thought you were going to get a pound. Right? You know, fucking 60p is for nothing, like. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about scooping the ice in the glass. That's manual labor for me. You're getting a fucking handed to. Sometimes even brought over to your table, and they wouldn't even think to give you a tip. Tell you what, it's the people with money though that are misers. Do you not think? You know. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You you could be right there. Like you could be right. Um, I, I, don't don't mind me. I'm just pouring myself another Belvedere here. Um, hey, oh, Mister Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere, uh, the Belvedere is residing in the freezer beside the potato waffles, the hash browns, and the Iceland fucking um, gammon, gammon joint. So I love it, babe. Talk Belvedere. about fur coat and no knickers, eh? <laughs> fucking no boxers. Um, 
I know. Um, Here, what's what's the crack? What was the last gig you did? Because you've been down with me twice and I, I get very annoyed um, with some of the people who are like, oh, are you doing your wee comedy? Are your wee comedy nights are going well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you are doing well. Stop being a fucking cynical bastard and get your hole down because the crack I know, is- I know. Like those people that are always like, oh, I must go sometime. And you're like, well, how about Saturday? <laughs> you know, yeah. here's a fucking date. McCoy's, I have to say, is a brilliant. It's one of the places I was talking to somebody about it the other day. And, um, it's one of them places that just has like a great wee vibe to it as well. You know, it's a comedy audience. I think people it's because, are... um, I think it's because people's, or right, this sounds bad, right? But I think the people that come into me, they know that the whole operation is absolutely 100% flying by the seat of its pants. Yeah, it's and a wee like... ad hoc, but that, that's what I love about it. It's just so relaxed and chill. People ad bring ad hoc. Ad hoc, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> because it is like the, the place does 100% and I think some people really respond to that like they're like oh fuck you're clearly a lunatic so you know fair fucks to you for actually giving it a go um, I but, love it know, some, some of them down there have been have been unreal like really 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 good crack like. yeah they're really receptive as well I think that just whenever people know what is it Robin Williams said? Um, be crazy and let your crazy light shine so all the other crazies will find you. Isn't it something like that? Yeah. I just think, we just don't give a fuck. We just have a laugh. And I really, I think that's what I missed the most about this lockdown is I feel like all yous, you know, like everyone that I see when I'm doing my gigs are my mates. I know it yeah. sounds sad, but it's like, it's my only fucking social life these days. So I'm like... Not only am I not getting out and doing gigs, I'm not seeing my friends or anything, which is a wee bit depressing. Um, we gotta have we gotta have a big party, Leanne, when this is all over. See, I've been considering this right because, as you know, or if, I don't know, maybe you don't know, um, my place is situated beside a massive, well, a big car park, right? Yeah. So Arlene Foster and Michelle are all like lads, drive-in mass, drive-in church services, drive-in theatre. So I'm thinking, is there any way that I can rack them fucking shite speakers that I have up outside? And do drive-in comedy. Do drive-in comedy. Pop up a fucking stage. That'd you know, be amazing. Instead of applause, there. you beep your horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right enough. Um, oh, you fucking class. And, and maybe maybe give it a rattle. Like, um, where was your last gig before this all went tits up? <clears throat> where was my last gig? Um... I think it was. Fuck, where was my last gig? I can't even remember. Um. Oh, was it Leone's? It might have been Leone's Comedy Kitchen. Right. So that was on. I was in the pavilion as well. And then there was. I had loads. You know what it was too? I had loads of gigs. If I looked at my calendar, all plotted out. January, I, I did a fair few gigs. So December, I was dead, dead busy. And um, February, I did gigs as well. And then remember, we were supposed to have one in the Lyric, a big one in the Lyric with Ian Thompson and, um, you know, like a load of other comedians and that got yeah. cancelled, obviously. So, like, I had all these wee gigs written out and they're yeah. all fucking, they're all gone like a fart in the wind. Like a fart in the wind. Um, do you know? 
I think people should listen out for you because I reckon that's a great idea to drive in, you know, uh, comedy. Well, we, we might have a we might have a look at it, um, because as you know, like there's always one dick that'll ruin it for everybody else. Um, but sure, we'll, we'll, just, have... we'll just bust the windows. I bust the windows out your car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, have a look at that. Um, my last, like I say this as if I'm some kind of stand-up comedian which I'm not because I don't even sort of stick you in are. the you I, are I, Leanne. you're funny as fuck and you don't even have to try it's just my face um <laughs> I uh Darren Matthews obviously you know Darren um I love him yeah he had uh taken over the sunflower and right. um, oh that was didn't... where my last gig was the sunflower well that was where my last one was as well was it? I must have been the week before or something. I think it was your other guy that said it whenever I did it. I don't know. Fuck um, my head away. It was a 10 for 10 on and Darren had said to me, listen, Kui, get your fucking arsehole out of Newry, which is 100% right because like, I would have to go on to the stage in my place and like tell constant Madeline McCann jokes or something to make <laughs> people say, do you know what, Kui, maybe this isn't for you, right? Um, because obviously like, there's an inbuilt relationship there so there's probably a bit of leeway you know um, he says, it's if, if you're in your comfort zone and you want to push past that in the comfort zone and if, if there was a fucking bum note they'd probably forgive me for it because you know fuck it like, yeah. um, so did did the sunflower um, Aaron Butler was on first and uh, then I got the second spot the wee sweet spot and yeah. I shit my pants I was dying with a hangover um, because we our Ooh. comedy club was on on the Saturday night and this was on on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I got oh. absolutely... I think actually Ian Thompson might have been on that night. Might have been Ian. I, I think he was it. actually. He was. Because I remember I wanted to make it down that night that you were doing that. But it was the night before I was going away to Iceland. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. I think it was Ian, Ian Leone and I think maybe Paddy McDonald. Aye, uh, yeah, he's good crack too. Yeah, Here, did, you, yeah, did you see yeah, Paddy yeah. McDonald the video that was going around? Did you see it? Which one? The one with the fucking nutcase outside the shop was trying to attack him. I did. I saw the video of of another trying to attack someone. Right? Uh, and then was, I that was Paddy. People were tagging him flat out, and I was like, <laughs> I you know what? I wouldn't like to tackle Paddy. I'd say that wee fucker would hold his own. Uh, I'd say, yeah, take it. He'd fucking take you down. Like, but I tell you what, he handled it really well. I was very surprised because yeah. you know, like, you'd think you would forget yourself and want to cleave the head of somebody that was acting yeah. like that. But you know, I, don't okay. want, I, don't, I don't doubt Paddy be a consummate professional in that in that kind of regard. Yeah, you know? yeah. Fair fucks them. He knew but, shit. He was very good. He come on afterward and said, "Listen, leave the fella alone. He's he's you know not in a good place or whatever." So yeah, yeah. I mean, no, fair fucks um, I wish everybody gave me that fucking Bible whenever I done something mental. She's not in a good place. <laughs> She's not a bad girl. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got absolutely caned at that one. Um, I got, I was absolutely fucking. I was as pissed as a newt. Um, I've been drinking grey goose and I was just, I was steaming. And do you know whenever you get so drunk, you you go home, right? But you're not ready. You're not mentally. Home, home, right? yes. <laughs> so you start talking to whoever's in the house, and you talk and you talk and you talk and you wind yourself up. Basically, yeah. what happened was 
I, I, I had an angry Leanne head on me and I punched mm. myself several times in the forehead. Right? Did you beat yourself up? Literally? Oh, I was emphatically trying to make a point, right? And I'm not entirely sure what the point was. All I know was my head was so sore, I asked a paramedic to check it out. <laughs> right? Because okay. he there's a, a very nice, sexy paramedic who I hope is listening to this, right? And his name yeah. is Michael. And he, he enjoys my coffee. And I saw him out the front. He was about to come in and I ran out to him because I didn't yeah. want to, I didn't want to tell my ma my head's banging because I battered the face of myself on Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, babe. I got him to check me over, right? So oh. there's Anton in the sunflower beside Aaron Butler who was wearing a paisley jacket as usual. And right. And Jordan Robinson, who was being his his normal fucking enthusiastic, I love comedy self. Yeah, he's great. I, w- I wonder did he get his operation yet? He's due to get an operation, but oh, so I, wonder, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's all been paid off. We must get in touch with him. I'm gonna send it. We'll send him a wee message. Don't, I'm gonna send him a message right now, um, because yeah. I have I have the laptop on the go as well. Um, so there's Leanne. So you yeah. got you had to get checked out because you hit yourself, babe. He was bothering myself. So that was fine, but I got up and I did I did the do right, shit my pants, but I got up on the stage and it, it all went it, it all went well, thankfully, right. So there was there, yeah. was, there was giggles and there was a bit of fucking, you know, <laughs> thigh slapping and it was grand. And as soon as yeah. I got off that stage, I was in fucking Banbridge within about five minutes. Zoom. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was just because it's just I found it really nerve wracking, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was proper lighting. In the sunflower, yeah. I was I was chatting, not not name dropping, but I was chatting to Paddy Raff in the last mm-hmm. podcast, and we were just you know chatting about. I was like, how the fuck do you go out onto the stage in the Odyssey where you can't see shit and just yeah. do your thing, right? Because I I found it, you know, there's only maybe three or four faces you could pick out of the crowd because of it, because of the light, you know, because our yeah. our our um spotlight is Darren Matthews lamp out of his fucking crap. <laughs> You know, I, yeah, but I love that. It's so do you not find I find though sometimes, see if you have a big crowd and it's well lit, like on stage, it can actually make things easier for you. Because I find that, see, if I'm looking out at the crowd, I will be looking for the one person that isn't laughing and I will let it distract me. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going to make you laugh, motherfucker. But it kind of gets now you've pushed yourself out of your comfort zone, it'll get easier. It's just shit that there has to be a big, massive gap now between that gig yeah. and Is your it, next gig and yeah. can I just say stop beating yourself up physically. genuinely <laughs> physically and metaphorically I have done that right and my sister actually did it pretty badly to yourself before it's just that sense of frustration and you just want to hurt yourself but if you ever feel like that you really should just talk to me do you know what to say to imagine imagine yourself as a wee kid right like seven year old Leanne yeah, and imagine yourself speaking to her, treating her the way that you're treating yourself. You wouldn't yeah. do it, and no. she's still in there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's weird because one of my best, well, probably my best, bestest buddy in the world, Sarah. Um, she would say that because I'd be like chatting away, fucking, ah, fucking, uh, fat cunt, oh, silly bastard, did this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, whoa, hold on a minute, you know, would you say that to a child? You know, and and I'm like, no. She's like, well, that you know. 
that the inner child is still within you. But Sarah is a hippie and she fucking, you know, she's just, she's just the coolest. Sarah is right though. That's, you know, it is a mode of thinking and it's, it's, you know, it's true. You're still, we're all just, you spend most of your adulthood trying to recover from your fucking childhood. Like really, don't you? No matter how ideal it seems to have been, we've all got our hang-ups about different things, but you are a special gal, McCoy. I fucking love you to bits. I just think you're a cracker. Um, I've just, um, not not to digress, but I've literally sent Jordan Robinson a message here and I sound like, I sound like his granny because I've said, did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever get your operation? <laughs> did he write back? I'm just waiting on him to say it. I didn't even use I didn't even use a question mark. I said, yeah, <laughs> me and Brona are just having a conversation with about you on a public forum here and we wanna yeah. know uh, about your medical condition right now so we can divulge the intimacies of it to everybody. <laughs> you know Jordan is he's like you, you just wanna like you know, not protect him, but you just wanna hug him. Well, you do, don't you? He's like, he's like a pure soul, you know. He's, yeah. There's been so many nights, like, because obviously he's done spots and stuff, but there's been other nights where there've been guys coming down from Belfast, and he either comes down with them or he gives them a lift, right? Um, yeah. And he just lands there with his notebook, and you're like, "Well, what's crack?" And he's like, "Oh no, damn, damn all." And you're like, "Do you do you want to do, do you want to do fucking ten minutes?" And he's like, "No, no, no, you're grand, you're grand." I'm like, "No, but like, do you actually do you want to do five ten minutes?" And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I passed off one of my MC spots to him. I was like, thank fuck, I'm delighted because it means that I can just drink more and chill out. <laughs> and I don't actually have to do anything. He's a funny, funny guy as well. Yeah, he really is. His humor gets me like he's fucking gag. And uh, Robbie McShane as well. He's fucking, he's underrated. I think he's fucking. Really yeah. hilarious. I'm poor, poor Robbie. Robbie and Luke McGibbon landed. Yeah. Um, and Moore and District Council at one stage were like, hey, hey kids, McCoolies <laughs> do a comedy night. Wow, that is whack, man. And they decided <laughs> that they would, they would throw some fucking funding at it, right? To, to, in, in order to try and get like teenagers off the streets through the medium of comedy. And I was like, that's 100%. If you want to do that, that's grand. And that's Darren, I was like, Darren, do you want to MC? Um, MC, and we'll take it. We, we had Emer Maguire, um, if you know Emer. Um, she yeah, did, she's a gig. She did yeah, funny. Yeah, she did a spot. She went down really, really well. Uh, I think, well, actually, had Polly McDonald one night as well, and he was really good. Um, but then yeah. I think he has kids or or kid, you know, around that age. He, so he he's kids, you know. Um, I could not connect with him. It was fucking terrible. I wanted to that because it was like there was like three or four wee guys that were in the front row, right? That they were clutching tins of monster. And oh, they might as well have all been vegans for all you could relate to their worldview. <laughs> like I inherently understood who they were because do you know when you get to that age where you've had your first wank, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and you're trying to chase that fucking perfect moment of the first wank you're you're trying to chase it over and over and over again you're chasing the wank dragon then we're just sitting there counting down the time 
where they could get into their fucking room and just bait the plum clean off themselves. <laughs> so that was the only reason, you know, they were there. They've and already got Pornhub loaded up on the fucking yeah. phone and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, the balls off them and all, you know. But um, Darren, I had said to him, right, I've got another comedy gig on, you know, can you get me somebody? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you MC and um, I'll get you... Robbie McShane and Luke McGibbon. I was like, right, dead on. That's a hundred percent. If they're happy enough, but he didn't fucking tell the boys that it was a teenage gig. Ah oh, shit! Robbie <laughs> landed in, and they were like, "Why is this place full of fucking spotty preteens?" <laughs> <laughs> the bo's licking off. The smell of Lynx Africa and bo is rife. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but do you know what? Fuck it. They, they they handle it like two absolute troopers, and Robbie especially did. Um, he was second to go on, and they re- they loved him like and like fair play to the two of them because you could see their hearts sink. You know, yeah. Uh, told them what the crack was because they were there, you know, with their material and stuff, and they were like, "Shit!" You could just see in their eyes, they were like, "We have to fucking, you know, we have to change. We have to change this right away." Yeah. And uh, the irony of it is, you're getting all them kids in off the street, like you know, don't be antisocial. Come and learn comedy, and essentially, you're just teaching them how to insult their elders even better, so it's funnier. (laughs) Jordan, Jordan just messaged me. Nope. What do you say? Nope. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> what do you say here? Ah, oh, shit. Ah, uh, oh, shit. Say, Bruno's asking about you. She's looking forward to one of you get your pig valve for your heart. Um. Um. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Ask him if he's going to feel conflicted about eating bacon whenever he knows no. that a pig has saved his heart. Why? It's an interesting question. <laughs> the pig lives to die another day. Another day. <laughs> it's not the swine flu we're going through at the minute. It's COVID. Yeah, Why is Nick up? Because I've got the phone in one hand, right? And I'm typing with my left. And I have written Brana D, as in Kenneth Brana. So I'll have to remember that. <laughs> Usually my name translates to bronchi, as in like those wee things in your lungs. So that's kind of a step up. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, and I are podcasting about your health condition right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we like, tune in to hear more about <laughs> yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right, well, that's good. I, I said, I are podcasting and you came up. But uh, I, yeah. I, I really like that he said the pig lives to die another day. Fucking hell. Talk about self-deprecating. Uh, <laughs> we're bastards. Yeah. You came, you came up when we were talking about spotty preteens and their wanking routines. Yeah. Um, well, um, yeah. Right, so what we've covered so far, sexy men, sexy women, uh, farting in, in relationships. Relationships. Uh, what we've been doing during... I was about to say what we've been doing during the wank thing. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that is what it is. Doing a load of wank and not much else. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, the wank yeah. down. The wank down. Uh, Trump being a cunt. Uh, yeah. uh, what else? Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, and stand up comedy and stand up stand up comedy. I'd say we've done a pretty good job of putting the world to rights tonight, McCoy. What do you yeah, reckon? Um, how long now? Let's see. Uh, Jordan has said, right, so I said Brona D because 
I'm too drunk to type diamond. That's um, all good, babe. <laughs> and he came up and he said, oh yeah, can I just say those allegations are false and it's still in court. Oh, okay. so he I pleads know. the fifth. He pleads the fifth. Did, did he, did he fuck a pig? Oh, does he know David Cameron? I didn't know they went to the same school as one another. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me because he, he's a he's a he, he's an intelligent guy. David Cameron, maybe not. I don't know. He's, he's so. also swell at lying, and so is Jordan Robinson because he's not even sick. When he yeah, all wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just looking to make a joke out of a chair. He just has to have yeah. something to. <laughs> we're only joking yeah. to Jordan we'll love you millions and we'll wish you a speedy recovery well as soon as yeah. you get the surgery we'll, we'll, we'll... I was looking at that fella he doesn't look to be too much wrong with him he looks grand to me ah you know he's sweet he's you know sweet. and here what about fucking William Thompson I've been gaining weight over this lockdown not wee bastards getting fitter and fitter by the fucking day it's turning the heart out of me I'm like yeah. uh, he's, he's... He's getting sexy. He's a wee yeah, like, how, how dare he improve his body when the rest of us are letting ourselves go? Do you know what I mean? I know. Like, like what can kind of resolve? Does I want to know what his routine is? Yeah, if Hartney just here's here's what he said to me. I just limit myself to fourteen hundred calories a day, as if it was that easy. Like as if that's all you do. And I'm just like, the fuck you on a bit? I have that for my breakfast. <laughs> what do you eat for the rest of the day? <laughs> He must just be eating dick. Yeah, yeah. He's just sucking on sausage and spitting it out like he's he's not really eating. Yeah. Um, all about. Does, does, does he work in a vape shop? He does, yeah, yeah. I wonder is that still open or would you be furloughed? I wonder is it all been up in smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. That's class, mate. <laughs> I think Jordan... I think um, William's hilarious. Like, I'm not blowing smoke up as Arsh or anything. He actually is really funny. Because <laughs> I tell you why, um, he was one of the first uh, comedians, right? So the first night of McCoy's was Dave Elliott and Mickey. Mm-hmm. And um, then the second one, I think, was Tom O'Mahony and William. I think William was MC, and actually, and then Paddy McGahey was on as well. But the amount of people that said, Oh, your wee man Thompson here, he's very funny. So I'd say to him, or I'd say to Darren, I said, get William down to do a fucking longer spot, you know, the headline. Yeah. yeah. And he opened with, I'm the only prod that was ever asked back to Neary. <laughs> <laughs> very good. I cracked me up. Do you know what? I can't wait to fucking hug you all whenever this is all said and done. You know, well, COVID. If a, if a, if a, if a suck, um, if I suck the the appropriate penis in the council, um, and I, I'll have to, I really have to mortgage my um my life choices for this. Lay down on your hands and knees and fucking beg for, <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> or just offer one of them a free a free fry at McCoo's. Do you know well, what I mean? I what, it would probably be better than having the ride. You could just say, look, I don't want to put your sausage in my mouth, but you can put my sausage in your mouth if you come down. I'll give you a double sausage baguette and let me do what I want, like, with yeah. a microphone. <laughs> you know what? It could fucking work. Well, here, listen, uh, uh, not to put you on the spot, but if we do get the go-ahead to do some kind of fucking drive-in You can count thing. me in, totes you, my goats. You're coming down, I. I of course, fucking, t- I'll be there with bells on. Couldn't yeah, keep I'll put, me away. I'll, I'll, I'll put you up in the morning country if you fancy having a, an affair. 
Oh, I fancy I'll invite somebody else. I'll need to need to get on that Tinder then and meet meet me and here, maybe like maybe a politician. They love having affairs, don't they? Might as well, well get something out of it. Planning permission for something at the back of my cooties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, did you know? Did you know that there used to be, um, right? So obviously you have Tinder, right? For the for mm-hmm. Tinder or whatever, right? And then you have Grinder for the gays, mm-hmm. right? For the, mm-hmm. for the gay fellas. But you actually have. There was a, a lesbian app at one time called Brenda. Oh, stop it now! It was actually <laughs> called Brenda. Brenda, as I'm like, Brenda, what about you? Are you yeah, telling Brenda. me the truth? Was there really an app called Brenda? I swear on everything I hold dear in this world, there was For an app called sake. Brenda. Could a you create who... an, a name of an app that would make your ovaries shrink any further up into your fucking uterus? Like, Brenda? Philomena. 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 A woman from Blackpool sent me a picture of her anus. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, she sent me a picture of her anus. It wasn't even like... What did you say? Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I was fucking... As the youngsters say, I was shook. I um, was shook. <laughs> Here, Uranus is not my fav- favourite planet. <laughs> You know, but Uranus, I didn't know Uranus. Does Uranus have a ring around it? <laughs> I don't even know how she maneuvered herself in order to take the picture of Uranus, unless she, she must, had a willing she must do Pilates or something. Like, or either that, or she set a fucking ten second timer on the camera just to take a photograph of her beige daisy. <laughs> of her, her actual of 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 her of her chocolate starfish. Yeah, what were you supposed to do? Go chase us. That's one good. Did, did she think she was on grinder? <laughs> what? I was like, what part of you thinks that your fucking shape pipe is, is my, you know, my dream? Yeah, she, she's really thought, you know what my best asset is? Hold on a minute. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. We're going to oh. have a whole lot of fun. Oh. This has been possibly one of the best uh, cracks I've had podcasts and, and possibly the most irreverent, but also the most sensible. Really? See, we, we just cover all the bases, you know. We're eclectic. We're in, it, we're in it for everybody here. You want existential chat, but you also want to talk about anuses. We're your yeah. women. We're the people to come to, like, yeah, you know. Do you um, believe in God? Maybe. Did God create an anus? Don't know. Do you want to see mine? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, or, or my favorite one. It must have been love, but I'm sober now. <laughs> you know what? That's that's nice, but it's also not nice anymore because the lady from Roxette is dead. So, but you're so Dolores O'Rourke, and we still listen to Zombie, don't we? Ah, right enough. Ah, yeah, yeah, that took, yeah. That took on a whole different meaning whenever she died. Zombie. Zombie. I was like, oh, do you reckon if she came back to life like a reanimated corpse in a zombie apocalypse, she would have her own soundtrack? Like, she'd probably sing the same way. Yeah, she probably would. She always kind of sang, sang like she was in the middle of strangling a cat, didn't she? Yeah. I, I never really got the cranberries, but then because of the whole Dairy Girls thing and, you know, dreams Aye. and all 
Because yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what? They're, they were actually fucking banging tunes. They were so brilliant. I, I liked a bit of the cranberries, like I did. My mother, she liked me. She liked me. Does anyone care? It's really good angsty music for one of you're grown up and you want to feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was like a less mental version of Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, it was a hurrier version of Sinead O'Connor. I mean, God yeah. love her. She's like just trying she to find a God that's going to suit her these days, isn't she? Like, like she's moving on You could take home to your to your man, da. Aye, she was, wasn't she? But yeah, then again, her like, old Sinead, like, she's fucking, she hasn't had it easy, like. And she really, yeah. she really hasn't, God love her. Like, she yeah, pulled the Britney really. long before Britney, like, shaving the whole head off and everything. She had it on the money when she ripped up that picture of the Pope. Aye, well, she actually did, yeah. I mean, be sure everybody was like sacrilege, ripping up a stone him. <laughs> you know, she was, she was, um, she's fucking mental. Like, which means she's one of our gang. Can we have a crazy gang and we can just like, we'll start our own parish, right? And right. if people want to come and join our congregation of crazies, they can come and join the parish. The people's parish, is that right? <laughs> The People's Parish. I, I actually quite like that. Do you know what? We could probably get a fucking grant for that. Yeah, I reckon we could. Crossing community lines and shit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, non-sectarian. The, the, the peculiar parish. You have to be a bit com- peculiar or something yeah. diagnosable as a mental kind of illness in order to be part of it. <laughs> you know what? I think that there'd be something in that. You know what? We should, we should fucking trademark that immediately before some other cunt does. That's it. Hashtag the parish. Right. Right. I'm going to leave you because we've been chatting here for an hour and 12 minutes. I know. And it's, fuck it's, me. We can really take a hand, can't we? Yeah. No, listen, thank you so much uh, for giving me a shout. What way does this work now? So is this. Is I like, think it's it, like, it saves June? us a recording. It saves us a recording right. for each of us and then we can like edit or just put it on as we go. So, right. I'll, okay. And yeah, I'll tag you, etc. And you tag me. Etc. Etc. Double tag, um, <laughs> and yeah, get get your hold down to Neary as soon as you can because it's oh, a, definitely it's a, will. Even if I do, we drive by on you one day with your wee coffee bit at the wee window. I would like to do that for the crack. Get me out of the house. Just just drive past and show me your anus. Oh well, I'll just lift my beige daisy to the window. <laughs> you can. I worked so well for the last person. Maybe I should send you a photograph of it first to make sure you recognise it as mine when I'm driving past. <laughs> what a fucking put a rose on it. We should start like you know, like the the police have like records of people's fingerprints. We could do that with like anuses, <laughs> a database. A database of like, like whenever you're in Franklin Primary School and you used to carve a potato and tip yeah. it and dip it in paint. Like a stamp. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Our what? dump. A dump stamp. A dump stamp. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this has gone a fucking whole other way. Right, okay, <laughs> we, need, we need to stop this podcast now. Right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs>